This is the Christian Life Coach Collective, and I'm your host, Laura Malone. We're talking all things coaching, concepts, tips, tools, self-coaching, mindset, faith foundations, and definitely entrepreneurship because I want to support your calling as a coach and help you build a thriving online business with God as your CEO. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Here we go. Okay, so we're back in the Greenhouse series, and today we're talking about stage one, your root system. You've got to plant a seed so that it, you know, it's in good soil and it has a chance at starting to develop a root system, which will ultimately begin to grow upwards out of the soil. Now, if you focus on the fruit too soon, you're going to lack the root system you need to become a tree that can bear the weight of your calling and withstand the winds that will surely blow, okay? So let's talk about the roots that we need to focus on developing when you're becoming a coach or starting a business or growing as a coach, coachpreneur. So first, I wanna encourage you to let this Greenhouse series of episodes be like a roadmap for you because it's hugely valuable to see it from a macro viewpoint, vantage point, so you can zoom in when it's the right time, right? You go micro when you need to. You don't have to do it sooner. You can do it later at at the right time. Now, one disclaimer. If you're the kind of person, this is is a moment of tough love, so some of you can tune it out, but you know if you need to listen. If you're the kind of person who's resistant to being told what to do, (laughs) if you are not coachable, (laughs) is what I'm telling you, If you question anything you haven't figured out on your own, if you like to be a lone survivor on an island, at least until you decide who you want to invite to like approach the beach, (laughs) if you enjoy pioneering simply for the sake of never being held to your commitments, I'm going to encourage you to do two things. Number one, ask yourself, gee whiz, how does Laura know that about me? Is she like that? And number two, ask yourself, do you really want to stay stuck and go it alone and continue duct taping your dreams together with like a bunch of freebies that add up to nothing because you're not willing to make an investment because you decided a long time ago that you can't make an investment, which I would coach you through because I don't believe it and ask me how I know, right? Are you wanting to play small? on your own little independent ball field because you don't have a team. And no team means no game. No game means no win. And the option you have, I think, is to treat me, see me as your team player who wants to support you like I'm part of the team. Let me be Coach Laura. Let me support you while you're on the bench, when you're up to bat, when you're running base to base, or you're out in the outfield waiting for something Please send the ball my way so I can show them that I really can catch. Or when you're in the locker room, feeling all the big emotions from losing some and winning some. If if you can just see me as a team player, like a coach on the team, even another player who has been playing longer than you, please do that. Just change your, change your uh, paradigm about it. And instead of looking at it like I'm telling you what you have to do and what you can't do, I'm not doing that. I'm really just here to give you a roadmap to guide you, literally to educate you about the map, point A to point B. 
you have a different point A and a different point B than anybody else out there. But I can tell you that point A to point B for anybody starting a business, generally, I don't know, I guess it just, let's just say it starts at point A and ends at point B. It's the same. (laughs) Is that too simplistic? It's like the gospel. It's actually that simple. You have to go from point A to point B. And yes, what you're going to find between those two points is different in the specifics, but you're still doing the same thing to some degree. It generalized, okay? Now, if I'm just a team player in your eyes, could you, would you be willing to sit your questioning, resistant, survivalist, pioneering self down and just take a look at the map I'm laying out throughout this series See if it just makes sense to you before you dismiss it, okay? (laughs) So, you know, Mama Bear just shows up every now and then. So, okay, when you want to become a coach, this is what your root systems need to be. I'm, I'm laying out what to start doing, okay? Number one, find spaces and places to go get educated and encouraged about coaching, I would say this includes get coached yourself, but also go read all the books and listen to the podcast and watch the videos, invest in a training program. Now, mind you, I'm not telling you that that necessarily includes getting certified in this stage, but that's something we'll talk about when we start to discuss mature trees and fruit, okay? Different stage. That doesn't mean you can't, but I'm just telling you, it's not a focus that you must have right now in order to grow and be successful and get good results. Now, why is education a route you need? Well, because if you don't really know anything about coaching and the opportunities of it, the industry, the ways it can be done, uh, the value it can offer, the transformation, the way you could choose to show up as a coach, and also the ways that you can help or hinder the reputation of the coaching industry, etc. then how will you know you want to be a coach? How are you going to believe in the value of it? How are you going to walk it out with excellence? And how will you ever produce good fruit? Educational is a foundational route. Otherwise, I wouldn't really have this podcast. Number two, research yourself. Yes. Research and development on subject you. Gain awareness about your own life, your skills, your stories, and your successes. I have a free downloadable workbook for this. It's actually called Digging for Gold. I created it because a lot of my clients really struggle to identify the gold that's already inside of them. Kind of think like, oh, I've got to go find gold. I need to go copy gold. I need to go make gold. And I'm telling you, God's already equipped you for everything that you need to do what he called you to. So let's go find the gold that's already there because it's it's covered up by rocks and mud. It's, you know, the world has splashed mud on it. The, the enemy has come and written on it, you know, terrible things and magic marker. You have tried to cover it up, but it is there. You just got to go dig in for it, okay, with open-mindedness. But there are so many voices out there telling you to come up, you know, with a niche that will make you the most money, all of these different things. 
but I want to help people really figure out what and who they're really called to. So the Digging for Gold workbook is actually about discovering your core message that it's just a bunch of, it's a series of questions for you. It's like a, it's a treasure hunt for you to go find out what is inside of you and develop that into a core message. And then you take that info and turn your core message into a solution for problems that you're called to bring hope to. And then you just have to figure out who those people are that have that problem. It's actually a really simple formula. So why is self-awareness about you a root? Because by digging for what's already inside of you and polishing it, you're actually going to show up authentically and use the original design of you to share the character and nature of your father to the world around you through your coaching and through your business. So your skills, stories, and successes actually reveal a life that God knows everything about, wants to use, and it can bring healing and hope to others through your coaching business. So grab the Digging for Gold workbook link in the show notes, or you can go to sterlingandstonementoring.com. It's on the front page there. Dig in, really, and then start polishing what's already shining. It's going to point to your Uh, your niche in coaching. It's going to point to your ideal audience, your ideal client. It's going to point that direction. And yeah, you're not going to know completely 100% for sure until you're actually working with those people and you are super dialed in. That is a long time from now. (laughs) I'm not saying months. I'm going to tell you I'm still dialing it in. It's, I think it's a it's an ever-evolving process. And then whatever you add to your knowledge, your experience, and your growth is going to help you even more dial in who you're working with and that very specific. But you start out more general because you're, you're taking imperfect action. It's absolutely necessary. So your niche in coaching is where your coaching solution meets the problem you can solve with that and then the people who have the problem who need your guidance, okay? Number three, you have to go after clarity. Become intentional, develop a habit of mindfulness, and get focused on the right thing and the right time. So remember there are there is a world full of coaches and coaching styles and coaching offers and coaching niches and coaching businesses and coaching clients. You do not have to pigeonhole yourself because you think that the first thing you come across is the end all. It's the power of the first mention. If I am the first person you've ever heard talk about life coaching, then I'm influencing everything you believe about life coaching. You don't even notice it, but I am the first person who ever mentioned it to you, so you're hugely influenced by what I say about it. If the first person that ever tells you about life coaching tells you they think it's a hoax, that it's not the second fastest growing industry today around the world, if they tell you it's stupid, if it's meaningless, and maybe they said say something stupid to you. (laughs) Like, you know, I don't say stupid, so I'm sorry. I let it slip, but I'm not going to edit it because more truth is said in jest or accidents. So maybe maybe somebody told you that those who can't do teach or those who can't play coach, well, That is a lie from the pit of hell because there are a lot of teachers out there and you know who else is, who are amazing teachers and coaches, teachers and coaches, moms and dads. Yes, they are. Moms and dads, 
We are called to teach and coach our kids. Spiritual moms and dads, we teach and coach. Like we are guides to people. And the only reason there is a player out there, the only reason somebody is doing anything is because somebody else taught them and somebody else guided them. So that's what I had to say to those people who don't say, you know, it, it's not something stupid, but it's, it's, um, uh, it's, uh, neglectful. <laughs> I, I really hate calling people stupid. People are not stupid, but maybe some things that they say is stupid. Just it's okay. Ignorant. I think that's the right word. Ignorant. It means you just don't know any better, right? Okay. There we go. Foolishness. Okay. I'm obviously digressing. Number, <laughs> we're on number three. Um, I'm going to tell you to go keep exploring and get curious and Become a lifelong learner in the area of your passion. And if you think like, why are clarity, intention, mindfulness, and focus roots that you really need? Well, because it's easy to find one thing that somebody else does and try to copy it. It's easy to fall into traps of somebody else's way that you decide is supposed to be your way. It's easy to get stuck thinking you have to go do a ton of things that you don't need to do yet. It's super easy to drive yourself into doing things just to be doing something and spinning your wheels in the mud. You need clarity, intention, mindfulness, and focus so you can grow strong now and withstand the storm later. So make sure that Called to Coach webinar is on your calendar. It's free, September 6th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. It's at the show notes or go to sterlingandstonementoring.com forward slash call to coach webinar so you can hang out with me and a bunch of other people who want to know how to become coachpreneurs, okay? Number four, telling people about the desire and the dream you have to coach. Talk about it with anybody who will listen. It is okay to bore them. That's okay. You're processing. All of your people, they process all their stuff. They, everybody processes their dreams and desires with you, especially because you're called to coach. They find you and they want to talk to you. They want to debrief. They want to share everything. Well, it's your turn. I say, go do it. Talk about it with anybody who will listen. Talk about it to people who won't listen. You got a baby, you got a dog, doesn't matter. Talk to them. You're going to find out a lot about what you think by talking it out. Record yourself. Journal it. (laughs) Anything that you have to do. Go find Facebook groups of coaches Glean from them, have like-directed conversations with people who are not sick of hearing you talk about it at the dinner table. Tell all the people you're becoming a coach. Tell the mirror you're becoming a coach. (laughs) And it doesn't mean that you have to be like in a training or with clients all of the time to be like, say, I'm becoming a coach. Um, You just have to set your intention on becoming one because that immediately puts you in position to become one, right? So why is your desire and dream a root you need? Well, because a hope deferred makes the heart sick. That's what it says in Proverbs 13, 12. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But a dream fulfilled, listen, is a tree of life. Look at that. A dream fulfilled becomes a tree. And not just any tree, a tree of life. And I bet that tree was sown in a greenhouse. (laughs) You knew I was going to say that. So please just start saying it out loud and talking to Jesus about it. Journal, document, dream about it. Nurture the dream. Nourish your hope. Educate yourself. Encourage yourself. Tell yourself this is possible. 
tell yourself, remind yourself, let your let you hear my voice. Coach Laura is saying in your voice, in my voice in your head, what is in your heart is available to you. You are called to this. Go delight yourself in the Lord and he's going to give you the desires of your heart. But remember that delighting yourself in him is the first part of that promise. Go do that. He's going to give you the desires of your heart. Lean into him, right? And number five, go become faithful to do well with what you have in your hand. Don't bury your talents and start practicing by taking action. It looks like inviting people to let you practice coaching them. It is truly the best way to build your coaching business. You have to first determine, is coaching right for you? What kind of coach you want to be? Who you want to coach? What you want to coach on? What you're able already to coach on? What you need to learn in order to coach on? And ultimately, is this the right journey and calling for you? So why are faithfulness, practicing, and action-taking important routes? Because you really won't know anything about coaching until you do it. If you think about coaching, if you build a website, you create an offer, you attach it to an intake form and a contract and scheduling link, but you haven't coached anybody, you're not learning about coaching or about who you are as a coach. You can literally only do that through coaching people. Ask me how I know. So go do this on purpose and be intentional about it because otherwise you have to recognize that your true goals are to be comfortable and do passive things without getting your feet wet, without risking rejection and doing the real work of becoming a coach, which means you have to coach people. If you're not coaching people, then you have a hobby of setting up a business that doesn't make money. And you know I'm mama bearing you when I talk like that because I love you, I do. And number six, start praying and give this whole thing to the Lord. Why are prayer and surrender the root that you need? Because I can promise this journey is more amazing than you can imagine when you hire God as your CEO, because he's the best leader, gardener, boss, bookkeeper there could be. So don't waste time here. I'm a, I'm a uh, hire slow and fire fast kind of girl, but not in this case. Make him Lord of your life and your business, ASAP. And in faith, go put your foot on the gas pedal because he's a green light God who wants you to walk with him. Not sit at the light waiting for him to come behind you and push your car into the intersection. Can you hear me honking behind you? <laughs> That's me. In your soul, you can hear this. Is <laughs> me. I can see that the light is green. And I understand your concerns, your fears, your worries about stepping on the gas. But I'm telling you, that God's with you in the car. And if he is saying, if he does say no, he's going to tell you, he's going to make that red light obvious. You're not going to have peace about it. But if you want to just blame the things, you know, on the road, the bumps on the side of the road, the um, unfortunate findings that you find on the road, the trash, the the yield signs, the... Um, you know, all of the signs saying that there's construction, all of the things that you can run into on the road, all the detours. If you want to blame them for why you can't go forward, well, I'm just, you know, you're going to end up pulling over because you're going to call those things. You're going to blame them. You're going to say, 
This is God telling me to stop. I want you to actually ask him, like look over at him in the passenger seat and say, am I really supposed to stop? Or am I supposed to trust that you're in the passenger seat with me? And all of these obstacles in my way, like you're going to help me find my way around these obstacles and detours. You're going to help me not crash. Like instead of making excuses because you're afraid of crashing or you're afraid of hydroplaning, right? And you just never want to get in the car. Don't make excuses and just ask him to help you figure out if you are making excuses and that your your soul's desire is really to go back to bed where you're safe and comfy. When the Lord is with you, you can tap into peace regardless of obstacles, walls, detours, attacks, storms. You've got this, friend. He equips you for your calling and no matter what you're called to, You will be required to take action to walk in it because nobody else is going to make it happen for you. God's not in the business of doing things without you. He loves being with you right where you are in the middle of your process. So what I'm telling you is that these actually should be your first step. So take note to recap. Number one, get educated about coaching, all the things. Number two, Figure out what your life skills, stories, and successes are and what they can offer. So remember to go grab the Digging for Gold workbook in the show notes. Number three, go hard after clarity, intention, mindfulness, and focus. And I'm hoping these episodes in the Greenhouse series are going to help you do that. Number four, share your dream with everybody. Sing about it from the rooftops. Number five, be faithful and start practicing coaching. And last but not least, obviously, six, pray about it and continually surrender it to the Lord. Let him walk with you. Okay, bless you. And remember, God loves you. I am for you. So is he. You can do all things through Christ. He's the one strengthening you. And look over in the passenger seat because he is right there. I hope that you loved this episode and you feel challenged, inspired, and encouraged. If you're a coach or you want to be one, jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group so we can connect over there. And to work with me, grab the links in the show notes to get quick clarity about your calling as a coach and entrepreneur, as well as how to get trained as a coach with Sterling and Stone and start your own business. Bless you, friend.